Real quick before I start the show today, I wanted to let you know that I now have a YouTube channel and I'm going to have new episodes of the show up on the channel as well as some short little clips here and there. You can find that at fairlyimportant.com slash YouTube or you can just go to YouTube and type in the words fairly important. I'll be sure to have a link in the show notes. Okay, on to the show. So in case you didn't hear, Roe v. Wade was overturned, and here's how I reacted moments after I found out. We just overturned Roe v. Wade. We just overturned Roe v. Wade. We just overturned Roe v. Wade! It never was good anyway! I'd like to say goodbye! No, I don't. I don't care that it died. It needs to go back to the gates of hell. Because that's where it's from. We just overturned Roe v. Wade. And it's gone forever and there's nothing that you can do. So I think I handled that like an adult. Well, good Monday morning to America and the rest of the world. I'm Travis Rusko, and this is a fairly important podcast, and today is an important day. Well, Friday, actually. Friday, June 24th, 2022, was an important day, but today I'm celebrating because June 24th, 2022, is going to go down in history as one of the greatest days in America, a defining day in our history. It's one of those days you're always going to remember where you were. I was working from home and I had a live blog of Supreme Court cases running in one of the tabs on my computer. There's this website called scotusblog.com and I had that up because there was a lot of chatter out there that Friday was going to be the day that we heard the Roe v. Wade decision. And I was working and was really only able to keep an eye on the text scrolling on the screen from the live blog from time to time. And I was also listening to Glenn Beck, who actually, after the announcement was made, he said he wasn't expecting the announcement to even happen that day. But he was beginning an interview with some guy running for some office somewhere in Utah. And I'm working. I've got the live blog going. I've got his radio show going because I'm thinking, well, I'm going to hear it from one of these two places first. And then I saw it. And I forget the exact wording, but I'm sure it was something along the lines of Roe Overturn. Just a quick update that popped up on that live blog. And then I lost my mind, as maybe you <laughs> realize from that uh, from that short clip that I shared at the beginning of the show. I lost my mind. I was overjoyed. I was shaking. I'm, I'm here at the house alone, 
and I started running around trying to find my phone to to shoot that uh, what I think is probably going to be a, a platinum selling um, album at some point in time with with that single that I just spontaneously put out that day. But ran around the house to to find my phone to to shoot that video and throw it up on YouTube real quick. And as I was doing that, Glenn Beck and his crew got the news. So I see it on the live blog and moments later, they end up uh, putting the news out there. They got the news and like I said, they were in the middle of this interview and they they cut the interview off right then and there because this was kind of bigger news than a local election in Utah. And he was choked up and stunned. And I would say that as the news spread across the country that Americans were stunned. And of course, different people were stunned for different reasons. You know, here I am, like I said, I'm, I'm, I was here at the house alone and I was just ecstatic. I actually stood up on my chair here alone in my office and my wife who knows me because we've been married for um, a number of years now. My wife who knows me very well would say, yeah, I could see him doing that. I stood up on my chair in my home office and I just screamed at the top of my lungs. And it was kind of like William Wallace doing his freedom scream in Braveheart. That's essentially what it sounded like. I'm sure, thankfully, nothing was being recorded at that point in time so that you'd ever be able to disagree with me. But I stood up on my chair. I screamed. I was ecstatic. I texted my wife. She was the first one I let know. Then I texted another dozen people or so. Then I sent out an email to several other people. And then I put that goofy celebration video up on YouTube and posted it to a half dozen social media sites. And I can only imagine the joy that millions of other Americans were experiencing in that moment as they called their family and called their friends, as they hugged, as they cried tears of joy. I can only imagine just that that celebration exploding all over our country. Because if I'm honest with you, if I'm really honest with you, I would say most of us who are pro-life never thought June 24th, 2022 would ever happen. I'm going to say that if you look at the world as, as I tend to look at the world, you, you try to, to say, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going we're gonna to move forward. We're going to make a difference. But in those times where you really pause to, to take stock of things and to see the state of our nation, you probably have those moments where you think, no, nothing's ever going to get better. Nothing is ever going to turn around. And if that's you, I'm so thankful that you were wrong. I'm so thankful that, that I was wrong. And like I said, I was ecstatic. America was stunned. Joy and jubilation and celebration broke out on one side. And then there was the other side. 
So I've got a brief montage here for you. We start with super Catholic Nancy Pelosi. We then move on to Maxine Waters, who is out in the street saying to hell with the Supreme Court. And we finish things up with AOC, who is calling the court illegitimate and encouraging people to take to the streets. There's no point in saying good morning, because it certainly is not one. This morning, the radical Supreme Court is eviscerating Americans' rights and endangering their health and safety. But the Congress will continue to act uh, to overcome this extremism and, pr- extremism and protect the American people. Today, the Republican-controlled Supreme Court has achieved their dark, extreme goal of ripping away a woman's right to make their own dis- reproductive health decisions. Because of Donald Trump, Mitch McConnell, and the Republican Party, their supermajority in the Supreme Court, American women today have less freedom than their mothers. You see this turnout here? You ain't seen nothing yet. Women are going to control their bodies no matter how they try and stop us. The hell with the Supreme Court. We will defy them. Women will be in control of their bodies. And if they think black women are intimidated or afraid, they got another thought coming. Black women will be out in droves. We will be out by the thousands. We will be out by the millions. We're going to make sure we fight for the right to control our own bodies. Thank you. Like I said, America was stunned on June 24th. Different people for different reasons, and you saw some of those reactions from the other side. But I was stunned because, maybe like you, I never thought I'd see this day. I never thought I'd see this day. We are a nation that... To our great shame has extinguished the lives of 63 million plus babies since 1973. 63 million. And the abortion lobby has always been, and they continue to be, a powerful, demonic, influential force in America. They're relentless. They're unapologetic. And of course, Roe v. Wade being overturned isn't going to make them any less relentless. In fact, they are going to have a greater bloodlust than they had before. And I mean, these are people who make their living from killing babies, from murdering children. And they are going to be willing to do whatever they need to do to keep the money coming in and to to keep the abortion mills running. Now, they can't do anything in the numerous states that have trigger laws because Roe was overturned and almost immediately 
we saw abortion banned or very, very strictly um, limited in a number of states. It was beautiful. But they will continue to fight. So I never thought I'd see this day. And I think that needs to be a lesson for any of us who are trying to push back against the darkness, whether you're pushing back against abortion, because it's obviously still out there in America, it's still legal, regardless of what AOC would want you to think, regardless of what Maxine Water screams about in the streets. It's still legal. California, New York, they're going to be flying people in to get abortions. But I think this needs to be a lesson to each of us. I wanted to see what Charlie Kirk had to say about Roe getting overturned. And so I checked out his show on that day. And he said, look, if we can overturn Roe, we can do anything. And so if we're going to take one lesson away from this, that should be the lesson. How many tears have been spilled for the unborn over the last 50 years? How many millions of hours of prayer? And yet, people kept up the fight for decades. They stayed the course. And here we are. But it's still really hard to believe. I was talking about Roe getting overturned a little over a year ago. I was really excited that that something might happen, that there was a possibility. And you can hear me talk about that if you want to, if you want to get an idea of how this all came about. Um, I saw the writing on the wall, and you can hear that old episode at fairlyimportant.com slash episode 24, and it's just the number 2-4, if you want to go back and, and hear that. I saw the writing on the wall. It seemed like there was a possibility, but again, did I really think this was going to happen? Did you really think this was going to happen? I'm a Christian. Maybe you're not a Christian. Maybe you don't even believe in God. And I know that there's many people out there who are Christians and Jews and Muslims and atheists who are in the pro-life fight. I'm a Christian, and this podcast is here to talk about things that are happening in our world, but also to point people to Christ. And Scripture tells us, to never grow weary of doing good. And Roe being overturned is a reminder of that. How many pro-life warriors wanted to give up over the past 50 years? People working in pro-life pregnancy centers, pastors, politicians, women who regretted their abortions, counselors. How many wanted to throw in the towel? It's Galatians 6, 9. Let us not lose heart in doing good. Why? Why? For in due time, we will reap if we do not grow weary. My God is a miracle-working God, and on June 24th, 2022, he gave six of our nine Supreme Court justices the wisdom to declare that there's no constitutional right to abortion. 
and they sent it back to the States. Sometimes you might feel like you're sowing for 50 years before you see a harvest. And it's possible that you're trying to do something right now for the glory of God or the furtherance of his gospel that you won't see a harvest for on this side of eternity. But don't lose heart in doing good. The people who came and went before us who wanted to see the day that Roe was overturned, they didn't grow weary in doing good. I'm sure they had times where they wanted to quit. I'm sure they had times where they felt like everything was against them. But they didn't grow weary. And maybe you're feeling weary. You might say, like my sister did when I texted her about this, I, I texted that, that we overturned Roe and she just responded saying, yeah, well, now people are just going to go to California and New York. And you might be saying that, yeah, Travis, it's great that we overturned Roe, but all this does is send it back to the states. But a ton of states are going to continue providing abortions. And you're right. But before and during the Civil War, we had free states. And we had slave states. And I'm not saying a civil war is coming, and I am not advocating for a civil war. What I'm saying is now we have states that that value human life, and we have states that don't. We have states where children at all stages of development are safe from being from being murdered, and we have states where that is not the case. We have states like California, where it is very likely that they will make infanticide legal. But thankfully, people didn't, didn't you know, in the 1800s, people didn't look at the free states and look at the slave states and say, well, there are some states that are slave states, so we need to just give up because this is never going to happen. We're never going to win. Roe v. Wade was the slavery of our time. Roe v. Wade was the greatest humanitarian evil of our time. So yeah, you might say it just goes back to the states. But I look at that. I look at what happened with Roe v. Wade. I say, let's take five minutes to celebrate a historic win. Something we never thought was going to happen. Let's celebrate for five minutes. And let's just keep doing the good work of protecting babies. Because if you never thought Roe would get overturned, who knows what kind of beautiful harvest we could reap in the future. Let us not lose heart in doing good, for in due time we will reap if we do not grow weary. And maybe you're passionate about something else. Maybe it's sharing the gospel with a group of people that don't seem like they're ever going to want to accept Christ. Maybe you're a parent who's pushing back against the indoctrination of your children at the local school board. Do not grow weary of doing good, for in due time you will reap a harvest. Take a few minutes with me today and just dance on the freshly dug grave of Roe v. Wade. Celebrate. And then keep doing everything you can to push back the darkness. If you enjoy this show, if you agree with what I'm doing, I'd encourage you to go to fairlyimportant.com support 
and support my work. Thanks for being here today. I hope you stop by again real soon. God bless. Hey, I bet you thought I was gone, but I'm not, and apparently neither are you. If you don't mind, I'd love for you to do me a quick favor. Hit the subscribe or follow button in whatever podcast app you're using right now. I'll also ask you to review the show. If you do a written review, I might even read it on an upcoming episode. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, CastBox, Podcast Addict, or Podchaser or at fairlyimportant.com slash love the podcast. Okay, I'm going to go for real now. You can go too.